Welcome to episode number 176? Seven? Seven? Of the Keep Up Podcast? <laughs> Where if we're wrong about this, this will be the first time ever we mess up. Ugh. I think we solved it. I think. We really, I mean, we usually go like head first in the podcast, yeah. but we, we like, we set up, or I guess we just talk about what podcast is going to be and right. we did it. We didn't. Yeah. That's, I guess <laughs> what, that's on I, me. I mean, once you get this high up, yeah, what do numbers even mean? Anymore? Right. You reach a certain level of, uh, professionalism. Right. And ex- that's, that's what we have the interns for. Right. And they're just laying around. I know. Look at you over there, Brody. Get moving. Freaking Brody the intern. File papers. So here's a new thing that just started. I'm ready. We are now going to refer to all the animals uh-huh. as our interns. <laughs> so anyone who starts listening beyond this episode mm-hmm. is going to think we're talking about our interns. Yeah. And like, so if our intern comes busting in through the door. Yes. Or starts dragging his butt across <laughs> the carpet. <laughs> he doesn't do it too much anymore. No. I like when the other intern gets... Uh, Gets his whole body shaved. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's really it. Brings the whole office together. It you really know? does. Do people still file papers? Yeah, I think so. Is that a thing? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I imagine it, it happens. I get sad about certain tropes that won't work in movies anymore unless it's like a period piece. Mm-hmm. And now, like the '90s is can be like a period piece. Like, oh look, they have a landline. Oh boy, what a sign of the times. <laughs> you know, it hurts. It really does hurt. I kind of. Because then there's certain things you can't do anymore. Like, Scream would never work now. Have we talked about that? Um, like, the whole blocked collar. Like, there's... Uh, you can always... Well, yeah, nobody picks up their phone. Nobody picks up their phone. It would never work. <laughs> right. That would be a hilarious sketch. It would. It's got to be done. Scream in 2021, just nobody ever answers. Right. <laughs> just the loneliest killer he, on the other end. the window with the... <laughs> just like, oh, like fully dressed, just ready. <laughs> it's like, I want to kill you, but you have to pick up the phone. That's my thing. <laughs> That's my thing. <laughs> I want to make that. Uh, speaking of making stuff, uh-huh. welcome to the Keep Up Podcast, where I'm Brett and Tim is Tim. That's me. And we talk about all the things we consume, be it media or food. And, uh, you know, we're just happy to have you here. Yeah. And we hope you're here to hear us say how happy we are to have you here. And if you're here, yeah, that means you're not over there. That's true. And only people over there swear. That is correct. Mm-hmm. So welcome to the Circle Gang. So. What? You and I yeah? went back to school shopping recently. Back to just school. Just us. Just right. Us. No yeah. no other people. I'm excited to go back, dude. Yeah, it's really it's it's a great time. Day one I get a little nervous and yeah. it's sad leaving mom, but Yeah, but it's it's you gotta. You gotta you do gotta it. You gotta just Part you gotta go up. to the school. Um <laughs> No, we went with your children. We did. Uh and I get nostalgic yeah. over shopping. Mm-hmm. Back to school shopping. Yeah. Like I almost want to buy stuff mm-hmm. like kids stuff mm-hmm. and simulate going back to school. Yeah. And maybe even go back to school. But then I get kicked out. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I can go to college. That makes sense. But, like, go back to all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, that weird, though? Is that too deep in the nostalgia hole that I uh, that I want Ooh, interesting question. to I... experience that feeling 
of going to school. Because it was like, it, it was like you said, you get nervous on the first day, but like, it's like the crisp, cool morning. Yeah. You don't wake up early all summer. Right. And then the first time you wait for the bus, mm. let's say you take a bus in the scenario. Yeah. Uh, you wait for the bus, it's like 6.30 in the morning. It's right. It's cold. And then you get to school and it's just like a... <sighs> yeah, it's one of those, um, yeah, you're like, I made it. It's day mm-hmm. one. This is what my year is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that is kind of... That is kind of uh, such a unique experience that at some point just ends. And it's one of those things that's kind of like, it's kind of sad to think about. Like that experience, that part is done. It's you done. don't get to do that anymore. Technically, I will say when I started college, mm. the first year I got that feeling again. You did. But the second year I didn't have it. Mm. And the third year I didn't have it. Okay. Um, so I don't know why it changed. But yeah I, yeah, I mean, when you're younger, like the like my kid's age, you I feel like every year is so exciting. Because mm-hmm. just every year is so different. So Everything's different. new. Mm-hmm. Once you hit like, I don't know, I guess it's probably high school, maybe late middle school. Yeah. Um. Like, I don't know, somewhere between seventh and ninth grade, Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, this is the same thing every year with different teachers. Yeah. I mean, with high school, it does get very uniform. Mm -hmm. You know, middle school is still kind of a little bit different, but yeah, yeah, with elementary school, it's like different classes, different, like it's so different. You're learning so many things Mm -hmm. and everything's, I think it's because you're developing socially. That's like the biggest thing if you go to like public school or if you're like not homeschooled essentially. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's it's interesting, man. I don't think it's weird to be nostalgic for that. Yeah. Now it leads to another question. Can you go too far in a nostalgia hole? I'm trying to think of something that is like, I think uh, if it leads to depression, Okay. So if it leads to, (laughs) I say that partially comedically, but (laughs) for real though, if it gets to a point where you're thinking back to like, well, is there a difference between being nostalgic and reminiscing the same thing or are they just like collaborative ideas? I would say, oh, interesting. Because I've like reminisced on things before and been like, man, I kind of like, I miss, I miss when things were like this or... Mm -hmm. I think reminiscing is more of you like remembering the feeling you had mm-hmm. where nostalgia is actually like performing or interacting with the thing that gave you those feelings. Okay. So like if I reminisce about like 90s commercials, let's yeah. say, uh, I can think about what my favorite ones are and then I'm committing nostalgia, if you will, watching right. them if I go and look them up. Right. I think that's the difference. I feel like reminiscing does have like an inherent positive air about it. Yeah. It's like if you're reminiscing about something, that's that's good. You're like thinking back on a specific time in, in your a, life. In a positive way. Yeah. Whereas nostalgia And 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 to your point where you say you get depressed, like if you're interacting with that stuff, if you're participating with it, and then you look back at current day or, or reality or not look back, but you interact with current day and it ends up being less exciting to you. Sure. That's not fun. Yeah. Like, okay, let me, uh, let me exemplify it with a TikTok I saw recently. Oh, right. Talk so, uh, I've been seeing a bunch of, I forget if I mentioned this on, on the show before, but, uh, I like referring to the podcast as the show. It's, I mean, welcome to the show. It's the show. I've seen a good handful of sad streamer TikToks, mm-hmm. right? So <clears throat> I like to cater my for you page. Mm-hmm. To my eclectic tastes. It is for you. So exactly. So occasionally I'll see, I'll be like, oh, I've seen some like gamer posts. Yep. And I haven't liked or interacted with a lot of those. So mm-hmm. I'll do that. And now I start to see a bunch of video game posts yeah. and stuff. So I've seen a few. There's one in particular that I'm going to use to exemplify what I was just talking about. Mm-hmm. 
it was literally this dude playing like playing games streaming mm-hmm. and i'm pretty sure if it wasn't this one i've seen another one where the gent was literally crying tears and um the text on the screen was something like me coming home after work every day streaming pursuing my dream because i missed the days when me and my friends would actually play video games together mm-hmm. and then something like it will never feel the same and just like sadness yeah just a sad tiktok and that's the whole thing mm-hmm. now I'm for I think that in itself is an expression. This is the weird like new little mini art pieces we get from social media now mm-hmm. is something like that. You could also paint something that makes you feel super sad or write mm-hmm. a song that makes you feel super sad. This happened to be just a quick video that was extremely real mm-hmm. because it's just this dude kind of sharing how he feels. So that I think has has merit in, on its own. But if there's no ever getting past that Mm -hmm. and kind of restructuring how you look at what you're doing, like if you're streaming only to try to capture something from back in the day, but it's just making you sad because you don't think it's possible to capture that thing, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's unhealthy. Yes. And so that's the part, that's where I'm like, I think you can get too deep into nostalgia. If you are like... I'm fueled by these memories of playing games with my friends and I want to recreate that in my streams. Mm-hmm. Like I want to build a community where everyone just wants to like hang out and talk like we're having a sleepover and play video games together. That's a different motivation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you feel like you're, you're just like chasing someone like chasing like a dangling carrot that you'll never catch and it just makes you sad, bad news. So you're saying, so d- does that lie in the motivation? I'm saying sleepovers are the best medicine. Right. Right. For Ultimately, everything. if you're a streamer, if you create content in any way, have a sleepover. Have a sleepover. That's it. And it all works. Can I tell you yes. what a friggin' dream it would be for me? Uh-huh. If the keep up got to a point where we could annually mm-hmm. have a keep up sleepover called the sleep up. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a centralized like national we rent out like a gymnasium oh or something. So like a school lock-in essentially. Exactly. But it, like Dude. people come we do a live podcast at yep. like midnight or whatever. Oh Land party. Watch scary movies. We'll have like different stations. Bro. We'll be gaming. Like we'll have a Smash Bros with a gigantic cat. Ah! Oh, Can you imagine how awesome that would be? We gotta do the sleep up because uh, it's literally we have to. It's the it's the like it's the in person equivalent of like the attitude of our podcast. Yeah. Like everything you just listed would be the events. Yeah. Maybe we. Oh God. Dude, dude because people have conventions. That's our convention. That's it. That's what we do. Yeah. The sleep up. The sleep up. I'd saw so, uh, dude. It's just the running man with like a cap, like <laughs> a nightcap just, on. <laughs> That's the rule. You had to come in with pajamas. That's it. God, what, I just... What do we do for snacks? Oh, what Be-nox? don't we do? Yes, breakfast nachos. We could recreate food challenges. We order... So- oh, food challenges. <laughs> yeah. We order more pizza than anyone's ever ordered. We get sponsored by Pizza Hut, obviously. Yeah, for sure. Stuffed crust. Mm-hmm. If we don't get food sponsorships... Dude, for the sleep up? The sleep up, dude? Come on. Gosh. Dude. That's a a golden idea. Thank you. That is. I feel like that's how we know we've made it. Yeah. Maybe we just start it next year. Just for the heck of it. Yeah. We could. I wonder if you can rent. You must be able to rent like arcade uh, cabinets. How cool would it be oh, to yeah. have like oh, X Men, yeah. Turtle, Ninja Turtles, Time Crisis, like just a couple lined up. <laughs> Dude, maybe we can have Dude. like a, a Patreon goal of oh, once oh. we hit this, we could fund the first sleep up. God, what would the goal be? I don't know. We could start with, let's see, we have like on average 60 listeners, mm-hmm. uh, or let's say 40 to 60, it varies. 
I mean, dude, if 50 people came to a sleepover, it'd be the biggest sleepover I've ever had. For sure. Just need a good spot, projector, mm-hmm. snacks, mm-hmm. bouncy house. Easy. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Like one or two crazy animals. Yeah. Like a donkey. A single donkey. And two chickens. And, oh, an ode to chicks. An ode to chicks. <laughs> wow. Wow. So you were saying what I was saying. What? You were like, so you're saying... So you're saying... Because I was talking about getting too deep into uh, nostalgia. Yes, yes. So yeah. you're saying there is a motivation. Like, if you have motivation, or yeah. if there's a clear goal to your nostalgia, yeah. it's not too deep. But if it makes you feel bad... If it makes you feel bad. Then, if it makes you regret or or have, like, sad thoughts about your current state, mm-hmm. if it's not productive... Right. Like, for us, I feel like nostalgia is really productive. Like, yes. I will go... Like, I'll binge Powerpuff Girls because I miss Cartoon Cartoon Fridays. Mm-hmm. And that makes me feel happy. It doesn't make me sad. It makes me, like, excited that I have access to that stuff now. I'm like, oh, I can just go watch that. That's right. so fun. You have, you have the unlimited library. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there have been moments where I think about certain things and I have nostalgia for, like, a certain time in life where I'm like, oh, I'll never quite be able to have that again. Mm-hmm. Like, uh... This is like a deep one, but I've talked about like the kids getting older. Mm-hmm. That's a thing that started to hit me at one point where I was like, shoot, like that version of them is just like. Just gone. That's gone, mm-hmm. you know? So now, like, you do have the the advantage of like videos and being true, in a more modern very age. true. Uh, 100%. Where you can look back. I mean, and you and I also have similar things with home videos. Right. Um, where, but, you know, it, it's still, it's not the same. Right. It's different. And you can't like interact with that version of that person anymore. And. And those are, I'm not saying all those emotions are bad or anything, Mm -hmm. but when I saw that TikTok, I was like, man, I hope this dude's okay. Cause like he's, he's wrapping up what he misses in the thing he's doing currently. Mm -hmm. And it's making him depressed about the thing he's doing currently. So I wonder how that affects his streams. If it, if they come off, like, I don't know if they come off sad. I don't know. Cause if it's so hard it's so hard because people express themselves all over the place in so Mm -hmm. many different social medias but it's hard because with a lot of those sad streamer ones some of them are just like fake obviously fake i'm sure i was just thinking about that while i was describing Mm -hmm. it i was like i wonder if this dude like staged it right because i've seen a lot where where and it's i mean it's obvious they're just trying to capture like what a lot of streamers feel yeah where it's like one guy who's like uh, you know, Bulbasaur enters the chat and it's like, dude, you suck. And it's like, oh, well, thanks for coming. And it says zero views. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's trying to get the people. It's relatable. Though. Right. That's yep. the thing. It's relatable. Um, but yeah, I just, I wonder what kind of streams that person has. Mm-hmm. Um, because if their focus is to recapture what they did back in the day, I mean, I don't know. It's Is it is it too hard? Is it too too high of a it goal? It could be cool. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, my friend Jamie was doing a retro stream for a while. Yeah. Well, that's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. But there's like, you're, that's the productive aspect of it. Yeah. It's not productive if you're just like, oh, I'm not, this doesn't feel like how it used to feel because it won't. Right. Necessarily. Right. You, you can't, I mean? you can't be focused on trying to capture it. Yeah. You need to make modern day nostalgia. You need to make modern day. Um, it's got to be something different. Right. That's the, like, I don't know. I was thinking about this recently. How uh, I you, you're not gonna get, you're not necessarily gonna build something awesome and fresh and new mm-hmm. out of um, uh, like fishing for sympathy. Mm-hmm. All right, this might sound a little harsh, but I'm basing no. it. I'm basing it Same. on myself. Yeah, I've I've made posts and said things before in conversations when I'm just like venting and like verbally processing which i think is totally okay to do don't mishear me here don't misunderstand me here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. don't miss dude don't misguide me <laughs> don't miss nomer okay 
Ah, uh, a class B license. Um, you can't. I've I've said things that are that afterwards I think about it and I'm like, man, I'm not gonna make a post about how like, oh, I've been doing music for so long and like I barely have any followers or any listeners or whatever. That's not how you generate a fan base. Mm -hmm. And so many people are doing creative stuff now that a lot of people, I think it's really easy to feel like you're being overlooked, mm -hmm. but it's just the nature of the game. It's always been like that. Yep. So I've even done it with the podcast. Like I I feel like we get enough positive feedback and our, our um, content is quality enough that a bigger audience would make sense to me. Like I, I think we appeal to a larger audience mm -hmm. than what we have. Super grateful for what we have. Again, don't miss here. Don't misunderstand. Don't miss Nomer. <laughs> I won't do Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you don't get a bigger audience by using your platform to say how you want a bigger audience. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think I'm seeing that a lot where it's like, oh, I'm a set. Like, I don't think that dude is going to get an unbelievable push of followers on Twitch mm -hmm. because he made this one sad post. Right. He'll get a bunch of people who um, agree with it. It's like, yeah, dude, I totally yeah. feel the same. And I mean, it's not to say it's impossible that he won't get all those not followers. Uh, but you're right. I think... You know, with so much sadness in the world, with so much, so many depressing things, you yeah. need like positive. You got things. You There's need, like barely any out there. Barely. Yeah. And, and to grow, like, and it's hard because so many people have so many different goals when mm -hmm. they're when they're creating content. Yeah. You know, do they want to become famous? Do they want to make people happy? Mm -hmm. Do they want money? Do they want you know, like it could be anything. Yeah. And it's hard when when there's so many people out there doing the same thing. Yeah, right, right. Um, you know, because for us with this podcast, there's a million mm -hmm. dudes who are just like us. Yeah. Who are just talking about all things that's entertainment. Right. So how do we stick out? Well, do it's it easy. better. Sonic music. But like Brett said, do it better. <laughs> I'm sorry, I talked over. That was a perfect setup. <laughs> it's okay. I talked over. Uh, but no, it's it's <laughs> I. Yeah, I've never really been or felt defeated yeah. as far as creating content goes. You know. Um, glad. Hey. What? Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I totally I get your point. And I think I'm thinking about this lately because mm -hmm. I have felt defeated before. You know that. I've gone through like these aggressive lows of like, why do I create? Nobody <laughs> sees my art. It's all pain. It's only pain. <laughs> I create for no one. <laughs> Feed me to the void. <laughs> That's a lot. I remember you remember, doing remember that. Remember when I did that? Yeah. That was actually what you just heard was a recording. That right. wasn't me doing yeah, that Yeah, you now. just, this is your newest <laughs> song that you're trying to get popular. Uh, oh, man. Can you imagine? That might get big. I'll put, I'll do a trap beat, and over it, I'll just be like, feed me to the vine. <laughs> I'll sample that. Oh, I thought you scared our intern over no, there. No, he's just scratching. He's just scratching. <laughs> he's just chewing on his own arm. <laughs> Um, all right, hey, that's a fantastic intro. Yeah, it's pretty good. I don't. Hey, on top of hey, not hey, hey, on top of not discussing what hey, episode number this was, right? I don't know what category we're going into. I'm going into technology, but okay. I'm leaving you behind. Oh no! Enjoy the afterlife. Technology. And, well, hang on. hey, Brett, I saw you press play there. While Tim's looking up whatever he's looking up, yeah. don't forget.
You can find us on Instagram at the Keep Up Podcast. You can find us on TikTok and YouTube at the Keep Up. Look for the colorful running man. And you can find our merch at trainwreck.com slash merch. That's T-R-E-I-G-N wreck.com slash merch. Dude, that was like an official ad. Yeah, I get paid for that now. Who pays you? <laughs> Nobody. Okay. You know who pays me? Who? The Void! <laughs> Peace me in darkness and <laughs> silence. That's the joke of the stream. That's it. The Love stream. it. The Damn stream. it. Tim just finished his stream. I did. Where he has plenty of followers, by the way. Why don't you share some of the wealth? Okay. You do, actually. You... Ding, ding. You know what else goes ding, ding? ding. ding. The void <laughs> when it rings the bells of soullessness. Your darkness. Speaking of darkness. Yeah. Dude. This is good technology. Okay. It's not bad, Tim. Is it actually technology and you're not mad at it? Yeah. All right. If it's about like a hot dog bun or something, (laughs) I'm going to be so mad at you. (laughs) A hot dog bun. No. Have you heard of the new movie coming out called Candyman? Yeah. I mean, it's obviously a remake. Yeah. But. I said, yeah. Shut up, Brett. I'm not here to talk to you. I'm here to talk about Candyman. Okay. I'm here to talk about. I can't talk. But to who? Them. Ah, yes, the people. You got to be careful. If you say man candy five times, he'll come and get you. Man candy. (laughs) That's another funny sketch. (laughs) Man candy instead of candy man. This is a very different experience. Who is this guy coming out of? It's like a super buff guy. So. What's up? On the uh, website, the final trailer was unlocked. Yeah. By plugging in a microphone and saying Candyman five times. Shut up! How freaking cool is Bro. that? So you go to the website, you say Candyman five times, and then the <gasps> final trailer is unlocked for the movie. Did you do it? I haven't done it. Oh my gosh, dude, that's so cool. How cool is that? I think that's genius dude, marketing. Did Kojima have anything to I, do with this? <laughs> it, that was the first thing that made me think of Silent Hills. Wow. Um, that's How genius. Cool I wonder that? who figured it out. I really, I didn't look into the article too much, but um, it's just genius. Yeah, it's genius. That's so smart. Um, and I want to know if there were what, I guess more so of like, trying to think how i was going to word this and now i can't think of how to word it mm, careful <laughs> how far would you go to see a trailer for a movie oh interesting um like let's say uh, what i have a similar question that i just posed to a friend the other day oh um so how far would i go to see a trailer like what would i do yeah like let's say there's a, a haunted house and at yep. the end of the haunted house you can see like a trailer for that's the Halloween. smartest it's genius i know that's wow. why i just thought of it but like, yeah, I would definitely go through a haunt, a haunted house. Would you like? I don't know. I don't know what's too crazy. Like, yeah. you know, the big thing everybody's been trying to get was the Spider-Man trailer, right? Which we'll talk about that, right? Right. But um, like, how far would you go to see that trailer before anybody else? Does it matter to you to see it before for a trailer? Else? To be honest. No, I don't think I would do too much. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, because a lot of the times they do spoil. Like, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. Like, I like trailers. Um. You know, obviously, they're a cool way to show off the movie, yeah. but you got to be careful. You got to right. be careful with them. You do. And I don't get like crazy excited. Like, I watched uh, the new Eternals one recently, obviously, mm-hmm. watched Spider Man. And like, I was stoked after seeing them, but I don't know. I. I don't get like I don't think I'd go any extra great lengths yeah. to see a trailer. What about a movie? So this was the question I asked um, our friend Eric the other day. What? How Eric? much? How much would you pay 
to say, hey, I can't... <laughs> oh, this was the whole question. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to leave work right now. You have tomorrow off. And you get a personal showing of uh, Shang-Chi and the Eternals back-to-back right now. Damn. And he said he would... I, th- I want to say... He said like 500 bucks on the table for him. Ooh, okay. Um, so it's like movies that aren't out yet. Yeah. Back to back. Get to spend the whole day. Popcorn's included. So, so. it's you by yourself? Uh, we or, didn't specify. Okay. You can bring one person. And can they pay half? Or do you each Ooh, have to pay? You, yeah, you can split it. You can split it. Okay. That would make it easier. Yeah. Um, because. How much would you be willing to pay personally, though? I mean, when's Eternals come out? November. November. Because Shang-Chi is... November? <laughs> it's September, right? September 9th? Yeah, September. Um, yep. So... Uh, Very purry. I would probably pay, realistically, Yeah. 200 bucks, 100 per movie. That's kind of the number my mind went to. It yeah. would be cool to get to see them now, but... You don't get to really talk to anyone about it. I know. What's the rules? Except the like, one person. Well, you just wouldn't. I mean, I'm not going to go around spoiling it dude, for anyone. All day. Spoiler filled. Everyone review. turn off the podcast. Tim's in a certain Spoilers! kind of mood. Spoilers. Nothing is safe. <laughs> Nothing is sacred. Oh, there's some safe. Um, I got to say, man, that's one of the coolest things I've ever heard about a trailer. Yeah. yeah. I wish I wish there was more like cool marketing like that. Yeah. Some things do it. Um, You know, you'll get like an ARG or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I, don't know I just what that is actually. I don't know why I said him. Uh, it's augmented reality game, I think. Uh, uh, but essentially, it's, okay. Essentially, yeah. It's just a bunch of things in the real world that you go and do, and then eventually you'll like. I know what that is. I just didn't know what the ARG. Yeah, I think it's augmented reality game. I assumed you meant animal rotation guild. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorite. It's where technology. It's a group of people like uh-huh. a guild uh-huh. who all have their own pets. Right. You just rotate homes. That's a. That's. I feel bad for the pets. Well, they get confused at first, but they grow up with it. So they they grow accustomed to just being around different types of people. So they're smart. Different environments. Animals. Yeah. Are they all the same? No, different. Okay. Yeah. Traded cool. a ferret for a goat last week. Ah. <laughs> yeah. And how was the uh, transition? Uh, the food's different. Yeah. They eat different things. They, <laughs> <laughs> that is. Yeah. That would be a little bit of a mess. Widow messy. <laughs> I did the wee bit. Are you excited about Candyman? Ah, uh, I was like a year ago. Yeah, 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 for <laughs> sure, for sure. Um, I don't know if I'll see it in theaters. Maybe. Have you seen the original? Yeah, yeah. Movie's good. It's been a long time, but yeah. It. Uh, if I recall, it's been a long time. <laughs> no, that's not how it goes. Uh, yeah. Getting from there to here, right? Are you doing I don't Enterprise? Know what that is. No, okay. Oh, it's been a long day. Who? Without you, my friend. Oh. I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. In movies! Ooh, ooh, let's go to the movies. A long day. A long day. It's been a... Hang on, I've been practicing it. I'm going to do it. It's been a long day. (laughs) (laughs) It's, It's been... You look painful. Without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see. 
So we're in movies. You really you you brought us all together. I watched a hundred movies the other day. Were they all like two minutes? Watch two movies. Oh, okay, that's a big difference. What do what are we here for for you? Uh we gotta start with the Spider-Man trailer. Oh girl. Oh girl. So I can't believe it's real. The movie? Yeah. I mean, we knew it was coming out. I know, but to actually see evidence in the trailer that what we want to happen is happening. I feel like there is so much that is not shown in that trailer. A hundred percent, dude. This is barely... If they're willing to show us that much, mm -hmm. there's so much more. So much more. Because it's so rare that in any MCU content whatsoever, you get what you expect. Mm -hmm. And we expected multiversal madness. Yes. They showed us that. Everything we assumed... Yeah. uh, Not everything, but at least uh, a good chunk of what we assumed... Uh, was there. So for anyone who's not privy to this yet, which uh, at the time of this release, we're like weeks out. So yeah. you should be quick spoiler for the Spider-Man. Uh, no way home. No way home trailer mm-hmm. happening now. Yes. Doc Ock. Yes. Is revealed mm-hmm. in the last second. The last second. And we're talking Alfred Molina from Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2, which came out in 2003. Which is insane. So almost 20 almost years. Almost 20 years. Um, and mm-hmm. not to mention the uh, Willem Dafoe laugh when the bomb shows up. Oh, I didn't hear that. You didn't see that? No. Well, I saw the bomb. I didn't hear the laugh. Dude, the bomb is definitely Green Goblin's laugh. For and it's sure. Willem Dafoe, 100%. Oh. Uh, the bomb is his laugh. The yeah. bomb like rolls across <laughs> the ground. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> it's that in the background. That's insane. Yeah. So um, that's the thing, man. I just can't believe they're doing it because this is such a big, massive, insane idea. And yeah. if this can happen, mm-hmm. literally anything can happen. Anything could. And yeah. it's such like, it is the, the. it's even almost, almost bigger than Endgame with the level of like nerdy requirement because yeah, you, you right, need to right. watch multiple Spider-Man trilogies mm-hmm. and it's like it's a gift to everybody who's a fan of Dude, Spider-Man uh, now here my biggest hope with this movie yeah. is that it's like four and a half hours I know dude. I, I, like the trailer was like three minutes mm-hmm. which leads me to believe it's going to be a long movie that's true yeah. I hope it's long there's going to be a lot to do in this one movie and I'm so curious because I saw a meme today that opened my eyes a little bit to the situation and it referenced how so many people, like generations behind ours, mm-hmm. probably don't know who that is. Like anyone who hasn't seen the original Spider-Man trilogy, that's yeah. just some dude at the end. They're like, oh, Doc Ock's in it. Cool. Oh. You know what I mean? Right, right. So the meme was like, uh, who did it use? It was, oh, it said, uh, it said millennials versus Gen Zers, right? Gen Zs after us. Sure, I forget. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's got to be. Uh, and it showed, uh, it showed Alfred Molina, and then it showed Thor and Ragnarok, and he's like, he's a friend from work or something. Or no, he's like, yes. And then it said, uh, and then it showed Loki, and he's like, I've never seen that man before. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, there's a whole group of people, yeah, whole generation of people who may not have seen that, right. You know what I mean? Right, because, you know, a lot of kids won't go back and watch the older Spider-Mans because mm-hmm. there's the newer ones. Yeah, and they're, like, dated to them. Right. You know? So that's weird. I See, it doesn't bother me. Oh, it doesn't bother me. I just realized, I'm like, it. man, these people better watch. And the hard thing, too, or I should say the great thing for us, mm-hmm. and obviously, like, it's widespread or else this wouldn't have the push that it's having. Yeah. But 
we know those movies as being as good as they were when they came out. Anyone yes. who goes to watch them now because this movie's coming out, mm -hmm. it might leave a little nice but no, <laughs> no, no, no Spider-Man really holds up. So if you go back and watch it, it's going to be a great time, but it's not going to be the same as like when we were growing up and watching the movies. Right, bruv. When right, they bruv. first came out. See. So. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I, I think it seeing those characters, like if you were to binge the Spider-Man movies now, and you haven't seen them previously, yeah. when you see those characters in the new movie, I just don't think it'll have the same impact. Mm -mm. Because to get all of this, and not even not even considering the like level of, uh, I guess, just like depth it is to add these characters, because yeah. you're adding Spider-Man from different Spider-Man universes, from different movies... From the past, mm -hmm. like it's it's such a crazy concept, and I I don't know how it's possible, dude. It's possible, right? Like like, I, yeah, because the rights to Spider Man, I mean, that's all in the same place, though. Right, right. They were all because they were all Sony, and even this one's still Sony. I need to find out right now how old Alfred Molina is. I know he's got to be pretty old. Bro, he's almost 70 years old. Wow. He doesn't look like it in the trailer. Not I mean, really. I know makeup and stuff like that, but... He does look smaller. Damn, dude. Yeah. Um, the other thing I'm mm -hmm. really curious about is one of the best parts, and we talked about this when I did binge all the Spider-Man movies earlier this year, mm -hmm. of Spider-Man 2 is the Raimi effects with the uh, Doc Ock Doc Ock suit. Mm -hmm. Doc Ock. Doc Ock. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I wonder how the suit's gonna look. I, like, I'm sure it'll look great. Yeah. But the like practical effects mm -hmm. of the arms and stuff in yeah. Spider-Man Two versus, I mean, it's, I'm sure it's gonna be CGI. Right. Like, I wonder if the Goblin suit's gonna look if the Goblin's in it. Um, mm. Oh, interesting. If it's gonna be like the exact same, yeah. or I mean, because if you're pulling from other universes, they can't really be different. Dude, you know what else I would love? What? There's no way we're going to get it. What do you mean? What? So when I rewatched Spider-Man 3, we talked about what a disaster the third act of the movie is, right? Yes. Um, I would love if we got the cast back at some point to give us like a better... In the movie? A better ending? <laughs> Just like... What? The only thing I think of is if they spend a portion of the movie with each Spider-Man and their universes. Yeah. I mean, it, it would have to be like a couple minutes, but they could, right. they could retcon it and change it a what little bit. What if they just reunite Harry and Peter? Because there's one universe, Harry, mm -hmm. and then... I don't know. There's so many options. There's so many. I am... Uh, I, I, yeah, it's going to be a great movie. I... I it can't not be. No, it's going to be unbelievable. I, uh, I yeah, it's going to be an all-around emotional experience. I mm -hmm. think, and what blows my mind is thinking about the mathematical precision with which Marvel is bringing us all into the multiverse. Mm -hmm. So we have what if happening right now, just yeah. expanding our minds to the possibilities. We have this Spider-Man trailer, and then by the time Doctor Strange comes out, it's going to be like okay, literally anything can happen. Well, like, yeah, and and we'll have we'll have and this... oh, and Loki. I didn't even think about Loki. Right, Loki yep, really all multiversal. Oh my. God, it's so much. Mm -hmm. And we're getting like three movies in a row. We're getting like it within months. Yeah. Shang-Chi. 
in September. Mm-hmm. Eternals, which Eternals is like Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, right, where exactly. It's like, what am I even? Exactly. Gonna, but it looks good. It looks great. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, so uh, uh, Eternals in November, and then Spider Man in December. That's three movies. That's that's it's a lot. It's cool. I'm excited. I am too, man. I, I it feels like. It. Yeah, we're getting just a lot more um, different type of movies. Yeah, a lot more different type. A lot more different type. Did you hear, I don't know if this is true, uh-huh. uh, a friend of mine told me that uh, the settlement happened between Disney and Scarlett Johansson, but she can never be Black Widow again. Oh, I I didn't hear that. Uh, I'd have to verify, but that's what I heard. I don't know if it's true. Um, weird. I know, right? But, I mean, Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything else. Okay. No spoilies here. Okay. No spoilies. Quick mid-movies reflections. Yeah. In episode number 174, uh-huh. you reference the movie Old early uh-huh. on, and you say, I'll talk about it later in the episode. We've never talked about that movie We since. didn't talk about it? Nope. We talked about Blood Red Sky uh-huh. and then the Scarlett Johansson Disney thing, and then you never brought up Old. That is... We went into video games. That's very funny. Well, it's I very funny. I'll, I'll talk about it now. No, I don't have time for that. Wow. You can if you want. No, it was fine. Okay. <laughs> it was. It definitely wasn't M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong's yeah. uh, best. Okay. It felt like a higher budget um, Twilight Zone episode. Oh, that sounds fun, though. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Compare it to The Visit. Uh, I liked The Visit a lot more. I loved The Visit. It was really... I really liked yeah, that. that. That was, in my mind, like high yeah. up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's it's a, a cool concept. Yeah. Um, and it's very much, I like how the characters react. I think that's my favorite cool. aspect is the characters in it. But um, yeah, there's not, there's a lot that happens, but it's so small scale, it mm. feels. Um, I don't know. But I think it's cool, like you get some friends together and you just want to watch like kind of a wacky movie mm. where it's nothing, nothing too crazy, mm. but enough where you're like, hmm, Hmm. But not worth seeing it in theaters. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, but yeah, that was it. That's my. Yeah. Yeah. Is it scary? No. There. There's a couple of like I would say mostly thriller. Okay. There. There were some moments where you're true like, M Night Whoo. fashion. Yeah. I'd yeah. say the visit was probably his scariest. I. I Maybe signs and the six senses unsettling, yeah. but yeah. I, I think those are his three like horror movies. His three. Horror. It's three horror movies. What about The Village? Uh, oh, The Village, yeah, a little bit. What about The Happening? Uh, no, he tried... What about Avatar, that The Last just, Airbender? Uh, that's a horror. <laughs> that's that is a horror show. <laughs> that's the scariest 100%. one. 100%. <laughs> um, speaking of horror movies, uh-huh. I can drop a couple gems here real quick. Right here. Drop them in. Let me salt bay them right on this episode. Salt On this episode. Oh, this episode of the Keep Up Podcast. I, uh, listen, I believe uh-huh. that my autumn escapades have begun. Oh, you're starting early. What I mean by that yes. is I recently purchased mm-hmm. some pumpkin beer, my first pack of the season, right? Uh, I also mm-hmm. bought some pumpkin coffee, <gasps> bought a lot of it. Well, yeah, that's what people do is they stock up huge you amounts. Gotta, you got it. It's seasonal, right? Because it runs out. So yeah. I get excited. I get no, excited. I'm glad you're in the spirit. I've also... Uh, you okay? Uh, okay. I've also <laughs> um, started watching 
more horror movies. So you're starting real early. And I've also uh-huh. been into Spirit Halloween three times That's already. messed up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun place. It's a fun place. It's uh, Dude, they did it up this year. They got some crazy stuff in there. I saw, I saw you sent a picture of oh, yeah, yeah. the head from uh, Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Which I decided I'm definitely getting a tattoo of. Why? Because I'm going to do a creepy leg. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> a creepy leg. And I already have a plan to get the Plague Docker, Doctor. Yeah, wow. Plague What's up? Doc- hey, welcome to the Cuba podcast. Plague Docker. Uh-huh. Um, and then I was gonna, I'm was i going to get like a haunted mask one. And yep. I was like, I got to do... Uh, that face scares me. Was it yeah. Billy? Was his name Billy? I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Anyways. That uh, freaks me out. Because of this. Yep. Whole early October thing. Early autumn escapades. Yep. Early. I like autumn escapades. Halloween business. Autumn escapades. Yeah, that's fun, right? Autumn escapades. Werewolf if I can in the autumn escapades. <laughs> Deep in the autumn escapades was a werewolf if I can. <laughs> the legend of the. All right. So Caligra the other day. Wolf. Caligragorf. <laughs> wow. I got to find some gems to pull out and mm-hmm. post for people to listen to. We're referencing old inside jokes from the Keep Up podcast Long archives. Ago. Long ago. So you're autumn. watching movies? Watching movies, dude. Mm-hmm. So uh, this one popped up on Guess Where? HBO Max. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Nerd Flurks. Oh. And uh-huh. it's called a classic horror story. <laughs> Did you watch it? No. Stop doing spitty noises. I'm <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening. We're gonna head out. It's an Italian movie, which is weird. I think this is the first Italian movie I've watched ever in your life. Maybe ever. I can't think of any others. I've watched a couple, but okay. Um, they were like Oscar winners and stuff like that. Mm, yeah, yeah, I just sure. wanted to watch them because they seem fun. Of course. Um, so yeah, uh, I have not heard much. Like I, there was a mm-hmm. lot of buzz when it was starting to come out okay. or right before it came out. Um, but I have not heard much. Sure. Okay. So how was it? So it's good. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's a mixture of, I still, I, I refer to some horror movies as fun. I don't know if that's the word. Mm-hmm. This is a pretty dark, it's a pretty dark movie. Love it. But I'll say it like this. It's it called like a this. classic horror story for, I will say, Two specific reasons that play out pretty well in the movie. Mm-hmm. There are some clear, like obvious setups that you've seen before, but the movie is not unaware of that. So it makes it a good watch. Um, I think the characters are um, interesting enough. They mostly, it's a pretty, it's a pretty uh, standard collection of people that you would see in a movie like this. Okay. Young, there's a couple, there's a comedic relief, there's a nerd. But again, I th- the movie knows that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say, with all the things that you've seen before, there are a couple variations and a couple of um, mysteries that are presented uh, when things start to um, escalate mm-hmm. that keep you intrigued. And you find out that the movie is more than you thought it was. Okay. So it's creative. It's pretty clever on a take. It's a pretty clever take on things you've seen before in a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but because it's self-aware, it makes I give it credit for that, and it handles itself well. Um, and the mysteries that are laid out are enough to keep me with it the whole time. Um, it's a good movie. Okay. And it's a uh, as far as uh, what type. It's sort of a. It's a slasher. Uh, do you think a slasher movie has to have like a specific killer? 
Yeah. Okay, so it's not a slasher then. Okay. Uh, it's more of a... Um, uh, I don't know if me describing it the way I want to describe it is spoilery or not. Oh, um, okay. Just to play it safe. Yeah. It's just horror. It's just a horror movie. Just a horror movie. Mm-hmm. The description is about <clears throat> a... Uh, a group of people gets lost in the woods. Fair enough. So it's that type of movie. Okay. Um, revealing what happens in the woods uh, is a little bit is a little bit more than I would want to give away. So yeah. it's that type of movie. Lost in the woods. What's happening to our intern over there? He's just licking his chops. Okay. He's upside down. It's very strange. <laughs> He's doing his thing. I watched another one. Mm-hmm. Vampires versus the Bronx. No comment. Have you seen this movie? No. Okay. Have you what even seen it? anything? Really? No, I've not nothing heard. about it. It sounds stupid, bro. <laughs> stop. Don't. Vampires versus the Bronx. Vampires versus the Bronx. So this uh-huh. is another one that's on Netflix. This one's been in my queue for like. I mean, it's possible that it's been two years. Like I was gonna say a little while, but when mm-hmm. I think about it, I remember when the trailer came out. I was like, this actually looks like a lot of fun. So it's newer. Newer, yeah, within the past couple of years, I okay. would say. Um, I could look it up, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, because I would with the title, I would have put it in like the 80s. Uh, so it's got that vibe, and it, okay. it's another one where it's a, now. This is one that I would describe unabashedly as fun. It's oh, a good. fun movie. Um, it struck me as I don't know if this is gonna if this is gonna make sense, but it felt like a rental. Yeah, no, that <laughs> to me it makes a lot of sense. Okay, <laughs> yeah, um, so, like um, similar to like Kung Fury, where it's like yes. wacky, it's it's weird, and you would just go with your dad on a Friday night to go pick up this dumb movie, exactly, and just hang out, exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's I love that. I love those movies. Okay, so I think you would really like this because it is the uh, Goonies slash Monster Squad vibe, where mm-hmm. it's a group of kids. It's three friends in Which particular. Seed Monster Squad. Whoa! I know. I know. I don't know where it is. If we do my uh, my my side project podcast, that'll yeah. be the movie. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That makes me so happy, actually. This, <laughs> that movie. I get holds to experience it for it's the first so time. So good. We might have to watch it together, actually. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it's got it's got that that vibe or Stranger Things, just the kids and creepy phenomena kind of mm-hmm. thing, right? Um. So this uh. This new realty company moves into the Bronx and starts taking over, buying out all these different um, little shops and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a pretty, pretty uh, high tier cameo really early on, okay. And then uh, she never shows up again. Oh. Um, but uh, that was, and she got you know a credit on the opening credits and stuff. But that, it was it was pretty cool that uh, I don't know. So that was that's just a fun Is little it tidbit. relevant to. No, like, not particularly. Okay. Yeah. It was just like, oh, cool. Like, why are you here? Yeah. Um, it's not, you know, not a major spoiler or anything like that, but I'll just keep it to myself yeah. so you can see uh, who it is. Um, so that's pretty much the story. And it's one of those movies where there's not anything insane in regards to special effects mm-hmm. or even like overall story or anything like that. Yeah. But it's a really fun watch. Um, there are some really funny moments. It's not played for you know, like overt comedy, like mm-hmm. it's not super over the top or a parody of any sorts. Um, but it's, it's fun. It's just a fun watch. It's like a, I honestly probably could have watched it with the kids. Wow. Okay. It's not What's like, it rated. I don't know actually, but it wasn't like crazy violent or anything. Um, 
but it also I wouldn't say it's a kids movie. I think it does fall into like almost like the Goonies. Like if you watch the Goonies, yeah. When I was watching it with the kids, the stuff that stood out to me, there were things that stood out to me more than when I've watched it without them. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they're swearing a lot, or like, what are they talking about? You know what I mean? Right, stuff right. like that. Um, but uh, it's 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 fun. That's what I'll say. It feels like a rental for like, a Friday night, Saturday night. I like fun. It's enjoyable. Um, it's not like dark and brooding. It's not depressing. Mm-hmm. It's like a fun adventure monster movie in a way. Um, so if you're into vampires or into, into like the Goonies. And the Bronx, apparently. And the Bronx, dude. <laughs> That's a fun movie. Yeah. I, I really think you would like it. Mm-hmm. If the rental thing, uh, if you identify that yeah. feeling and you're excited about it, I think you should watch Vampires. Versus it's the on Bronx. Netflix? Netflix. Cool. Yeah. Which reminds me, I still haven't watched Attack the Block, which Uh, I feel like I need to see. Have I seen that? That's been recommended to me a lot. Mm -hmm. The only reason it it reminds me of is that I'm pretty sure it's a similar setup. Oh, okay. I don't know why, like, group of friends fighting monsters is always, like, the coolest thing ever. Uh, Because we all want to do it. Yeah. Why don't we ever do that, dude? We just got to find some monsters. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But, like, we also don't live in the Bronx. But we could. Well, we could use your adventure app. That's true, Randonautica. Mm-hmm. Randonautica. Randy. Uh, that's it, man. That's all I got. In movies. That's all you got. I yeah. Think, uh, yeah. I've had some. Where the heck am I? Uh, I've had some stuff in movies for a while. Mm-hmm. Is anything you can talk about quickly? Oh, I can just get this off the list. You ever heard of the movie called The Game? I don't know. The Game. Uh, hold on. Let me look up who was in it. Um, so I always get these spurts of like. I just want to watch the most random movie. Sure. Uh, it does like there's no rhyme or reason. Um I did have this like push to watch a bunch of random courtroom dramas. Okay. So I watched like five yeah. or six in a row. And so this one popped up, The Game. Um it stars Michael Douglas and the premise is uh he has it all. Oh yeah, here you go. Um he has all the money in the world. I've seen this cover. I've never seen this. I know. Yet. It's one of those covers that I've seen 4,000 yeah, yeah. times and never uh, uh, got the movie with it. Um, so, yeah, he's got it all. He's got money. He, uh, I mean, he lost his wife, not because she's dead, but they got a divorce. Um, so, he just misplaced her. Yeah, he just <laughs> lost her. So he's got everything in the world. And so his brother, for his birthday, um, gives him this once-in-a-lifetime experience called The Game. Okay. And essentially what it does is it is a... Uh, uh, life-changing experience you go through this game and you become a new person Uh, because michael douglas is very bitter and he's just he just has a miserable life and so the uh the the main i guess point to this is you can never tell what's part of the game or what's real life so like it starts off and he um you know a couple guys come and like beat him up and he can't tell if it's part of the game or if it's part of real life and so the whole movie is it, it the the only reason I would suggest to watch it is it because it it plays for the audience. Okay. So in a sense, it always is keeping you on your toes of like, okay, is this real? Oh, is this real? Oh, yeah. is this someone tricking him? Oh, is that a friend? Oh. The entire movie, you have no idea what's going on. Okay. Even up until the very last minute. It blew my mind with how it ended. That's kind of cool. So enjoyable or is that like annoying? Uh, wicked enjoyable. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, it is because it's so... You never know who to trust. Yeah. And so as a viewer, it's super fun to watch. Yeah. Um, even if there's like plot holes and it's not written the best, 
it's just a super enjoyable watch. Concept carries it. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. It's it's a very it's an adult thriller. Um, so you got language, you got some sexy time. Oh my you got, goodness, you got all that stuff. But um, yeah, it, it was just it was a quick watch, and uh, I just I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, highly what? recommend. It came out in ninety something two. 97. Dang, bro. And you feel it. You feel it. Do you know what song Barbie Girl came out? When? I think I just said, do you know what song Barbie Girl came out? And I I just wanted to go continue on. Do you know what year Barbie Girl (laughs) came out? Um, By uh, Aqua. By Aqua. I want to say like 90. It's got to be like 98. 97. Wild, right? Wild. Because yeah. I remember hearing it growing up. Yeah. Like, it was it was one I heard young, so. My kids recently discovered it, so I'm hearing it a lot lately. Oh, that's funny. They started listening to it ironically, saying how much they hated it, mm-hmm. and now they just sing along with it. Well, yeah, that's what happens like, with this everything. This how it happens, yeah. Have they heard Who Let the Dogs Out yet? Oh, no. Come on. No. They got so many hits Don't. to listen to. I swear, if next time they're over here, they come back listening to that song... <laughs> I'm gonna put it on immediately. Well, it's f- better than freaking who's who's poopy fart Fortnite kid. Oh gosh, dude, I don't even know. <laughs> I, I can't with some of the stuff that's on Spotify. Oh my god, that have millions more plays than I will ever have. And I don't know how Jazz finds these. I don't either, dude. It's, isn't it like poopy fart? What's it's like uh, poopy butt? I want to say it's poopy something. Yeah, it's literally just some kid like saying that into a mic over yeah, and over like, again. Yeah, like poopy fart fart poopy poopy fart yeah. fart. Like stop it's, stop. It's, You're it's, flooding our <laughs> podcast with his promotion. Terrible. Yeah, terrible. Terrible. So but the yeah, game. The game. Yeah, highly recommend it. It's yeah. just a fun adult thriller. Oh. And very much crazy. Mind wow. bending. Mind crazy. Wild. Uh, where else do we have to go? So I definitely have to get to music. Okay, I let's go into. Games quickly. Video games. Hey, welcome to Games Quickly. Where we talk about games quickly. With your host, Chum Chum. And Chung Swa. Chung Swa. Okay. <laughs> Chung Swa. Okay. Uh, very fitting that we call Ooh. it. What? You go. Okay. I have a game I got to talk about too. Okay, cool. Okay. So we'll both talk about it. Yeah. So we're talking about things quickly in games, and it fits because the game I'm about to talk about is called 12 Minutes. Wow. Do you know anything about it? No. Uh, so it, E3. Is the game you were just streaming? Yes. Tell me about it, Tim. It's so freaking good. It stars James McAvoy. What? Daisy Ridley. What? And Willem Dafoe. What? All three provide their voices for this interactive time loop thriller. Whoa. Um, yeah, so the game is very simplistic. You essentially play as this man who comes home from work. Okay. And uh, his wife has some happy news. And uh, that essentially the timer starts. You don't see it, but there's 12 minutes. Okay. And so you, you spend some time with your wife. You know, you, you eat some cake. You have some fun. Then a knock comes out the door. And this police officer comes busting in and starts arresting your wife. What? For the murder of her father eight years ago. What? And then he... Punches you and time loop. You restart back at the beginning. Shut up. So it's a it's an endless time loop where you have to discover why or if your wife killed her father. Who this cop is. What you have to do within all within twelve minutes. Whoa! Uh, it is super fun. So is it like a point and click? Are you selecting responses and stuff like Essentially, that? Essentially, yeah. yeah. You um, 
you basically have this pointer on the screen and you can pick where your character goes and interacts with. Um, it's super simplistic in yeah. the sense that there are f- three rooms. Okay. No, four rooms. There's four rooms you can go into. Yeah. And each probably have like 10 or so interactable okay. things. And yeah. uh, some you just do once and that's it. You sure. never have to do it again. Because your character keeps the knowledge that they learn with every loop. Um, so your goal is to like talk to your wife and get details and then find items and then talk to her about those items and like continue on. Um, but it's super convoluted. Like it is not as simple as just like, okay, I found this pocket watch and yeah. I talked to my wife about it. Like you have to find the pocket watch, talk to your wife and then get handcuffed by the cop and remember to pull it out while you're talking to him. Uh, like it's so in depth with the, the solutions yeah. um, that it seems simplistic, but it's very, very deep. Now is the 12 minutes relative to like the game time or like real time? Like you have 12 minutes, the game time. Okay. So um, I would say each loop is probably like five ish minutes. And is it possible to not figure out the, like, not come to a solution? Um, yeah, so the loop's infinite. So, um, like, a lot of times the cop will just shoot you in the head. Okay. Like, if, if you <laughs> pick the wrong option. Yeah, so, yeah. you'll, the loops are infinite. Wrong, Buster. <laughs> You're dead. And that's Willem Dafoe. He's, the cop? Yeah, of he course. does the voice of that. And then, um, yeah, it's so weird, the voice talent's in it. I mean, they all do a good job, but... American or British accents for the couple? Uh, both American, actually. Come on, they're, aren't they I, both English? I know! <laughs> is Daisy Ridley? Yeah. She is, right? Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Okay. I know um, McAvoy is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, why... Bro, just let the people have their accents. Right! That's bizarre, actually. I, I didn't even think about that. I did. Uh, but yeah, it's an Xbox exclusive. It's an indie game. Um, It's an isometric view, so you're watching it from straight from the top, a bird's eye view, essentially. The whole time? The whole time. Interesting. Um, And yeah, it's just, it was super fun, very interactive. She's English. She has such a cute smile. She does. Yeah. Too bad we don't know what her real voice sounds like. Nope, not in that game. They don't have to be American, dude. Nah. Okay. Um, So I put about three hours in it, and I... uh, (laughs) It was so, like, perfect. So I was 12 minutes away from you coming here, because you usually show up at 8.20. Yeah. So it was, it was uh, <laughs> 8, 8, what, whatever the math was, 8.08. Um, yeah, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, no, 8, 8. 12 minutes, what, what, were you, what were you thinking, 8.30? No, you show up at 8.20. 820, yeah, so 808. Yeah, so 808. Um, And so I was 12 minutes away from you coming to... (laughs) So you were like, let's do it. I got to finish it in 12 minutes. So I got what felt like the ultimate ending. Like, like everything got resolved. You found all the answers. And I was like, this is awesome. And then time loop. (gasps) So whatever happens... I don't know. I had to stop, though, because you were here. But it was so... it couldn't have been better. Wow. Like, all the questions were answered. All the, like, everything. I couldn't do anything else. Yeah. So the fact that it restarted again means I missed something. I don't know what happened. That's insane. But it's it's highly, highly recommend. Xbox exclusive. Really? So, uh, yeah. Is it Game Pass? Game Pass. Wow. Mm-hmm. Dude, there was a list of 11 day one Game Pass games came out there's, today. Yeah. There's That's a wild. ton. Yeah. Um, that's really cool because mm-hmm. I can just go home and play it if yeah. I want. Yeah, it's. I think overall it's going to be like I feel like I'm near the end because I put yeah. three hours and I know it's got multiple endings. Mm. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. That's but super rad. It's high, highly recommended. That sounds great, man. Mm-hmm. And with the real voice talent there, that's yeah. exciting. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Twelve minutes. Twelve minutes. Well, I played a game for uh-huh. maybe less than twelve minutes. Oh, 
Does but it suck? This has been on here for a little while. It did not suck. The reason I have this game on the list mm-hmm. is because went to an arcade recently. Mm-hmm. Don't do that often, right? Yeah. But we were at the beach. Mm-hmm. We went to the beach arcade. We went in. There's one of those big... Um, I don't know what you call it. I don't know if it's still a cabinet if you sit in it, but it's like the Jurassic Park game where you like sit down and it's a rail shooter. Yeah, you know what I mean? rail shooter. So <clears throat> one of those big, big display ones, and I was like, Jazz, let's play this game. Yeah. The game was called Dead Storm Pirates. Dead Storm Pirates. Oh, yeah, I do know of this one. This, I think, is maybe at least one of uh-huh. my favorite rail shooter games I've ever played. What's cool about this is it came packaged with Time Crisis... Four on the PlayStation 3. Really? Um, I don't know if you have to unlock it or it's part of it, but it's the only way you can play it at home. Oh, wow. Uh, and uh, people love it. People think it's like one of the best rail shooters okay, ever. Okay, I didn't realize that because it definitely is. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever played it before, but if I ever had the kind of money and space to get my own little in-home arcade, mm-hmm. this structure would be one of the first things I buy <laughs> because it's so sick. Yeah. I think because, so first of all, it just, it looks great, but it's so fun because of all the different segments. So mm-hmm. there's your standard like shooting segments where you're getting attacked by all these skeleton boys and you're just attacking all them. They're blowing up, whatever. But then there's a driving segment where in, in the cabinet, at least in the arcade version, you have like the steering. Is it still called the steering wheel? Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. But the thing, you know, the like on a pirate ship. Yeah, though, yeah, the, uh, exactly. It's like on a ship. I think it's just a wheel, right? I don't or know. The, I feel like I'm. There is a name for it, isn't there? I, I think so. All our pirate listeners are getting really pissed right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so so uh, you have to like spin that in a certain direction yeah. and fast enough. And then there's a whole cannonball segment where you got to either shoot down cannonballs or shoot cannonballs at the other ship. Mm-hmm. And I know it sounds like, well, yeah, that's just like a rail shooter going to the different sections, but they're all so fun. and Executed just, in just the best yeah, way. Yeah, I think it just felt balanced or something like that, and I was like, man, I'm freaking amped on being a pirate right now, which <laughs> I've never really been a big... Like, I remember when I was younger, uh, like, pirates versus ninjas would come up a lot. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I feel it, like ninjas would just... For sure. Destroy pirates. For sure. They're just, like, drunk, and they have knives or whatever. <laughs> but... Uh, lately, because of Sea of Thieves and then that game, I was like, I don't know, pirates are kind of like badass. I, I really, yeah, same thing where I like, I was always ninjas. I like ninjas, yeah. and, and pirates never really uh, appealed to me. Yeah. But Assassin's Creed Four Black yep. Flag changed it, dude. Well, not changed it, but I just like I had a better understanding of pirates. Yeah, you're like, uh, there's something really, uh, yeah, it's just fun, fun to this. be on the sea and yeah. and shoot anybody you want and steal their booty. Ah, yes. <laughs> all right, give me booty. Me booty. Yeah, I don't know if they all talked like that. Yeah, some of them did. Any of our pirate listeners hit us up on Instagram. Yeah. Arg, the gram. Arg, <laughs> the keep up be on the gram. That's, so, that's so funny you thought about talking, or you thought to talk about this game yeah. on the podcast, because it's, I don't know, it's just an interesting one to play. I didn't realize people, like, it was a thing. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was like, I got to put this on the list, because yeah. this is so this is so much fun. Like, I literally could have, like drop some coins in that thing to finish it. we only played it i think uh we both put in for it twice mm-hmm. um so it was like you know what is that it was like four bucks just to play a, a little bit like we didn't finish the first stage or whatever yeah. but i was like man i would play through this for so long i would totally love to sit down and beat that game yeah um so dead storm pirates if you ever see it at an arcade you gotta play, play it. it it's fun mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. That's super fun i guess i'll leave games at that yeah um do we have time to go into music heck yeah let's get it ah! What are you listening to? 
I feel like when we podcast, it's like, like I feel like we started 15 minutes ago, mm-hmm. and it was 8.30. Time flies when you're having fun. Now it's 10 o'clock. Now it's 10 o'clock. All right, Tim. I put a little tiny baby record. A little tiny baby record. I'm going to pull it up right now. In our music section in the notes. And sometimes you're a good boy, and you go through, and you listen or watch. <laughs> I'm a good boy. Whatever's in there. Uh-huh, I didn't uh-huh. know if you would this time, but I really wanted some reaction from you on yes. this album this time. So I hit you up, and I was like, yo, dropped an album in the notes. Mm-hmm. Scope it. Scoop. Gotta shout out my friend Ricky, because he showed me at least at least one song off this record, like, mm-hmm. I mean, months ago. Maybe two, three months ago. And the other day, it came up again in a group text that we have, and he showed me a couple other songs, and I was like, oh, shoot, like, I think I'm in love with this album. And part of it is definitely my early autumn escapades. Mm -hmm. Add early to that, wicked hard to say. Try it. (laughs) Early autumn escapades. Woo! It's like a roller coasty. Early autumn escapades. I saw the funniest guy fainting on a roller coaster video the other day. Okay, as we all do. I watch enough fail videos that that's a commonality in my life, but... um, Anyways, does mm-hmm. a commonality have to be a thing between two people, or can it just be like a recurring thing um, in your life? I can't think of another word to represent that, so... I feel like it'd just be like common occurrence rather than a commonality. Yeah. I don't know. Commonality sounds fun. Commonality. <laughs> so, this album... Yes. Is called. Is called. The Silver Scream by Ice Nine Kills. Ice Nine Kills. Now, my history with this band is uh, sparse at best. Okay. I've heard little things here and there. Nothing really ever caught my attention a ton. Mm-hmm. And uh, this album, the songs that Ricky showed me, the second time you were showing me some stuff, mm-hmm. uh, a, a few things stuck out to me enough that I was like, all right, I'm going to listen through this. And the reason it's related to my early autumn escapades. Yeah is every song is relative to a specific horror movie. Mm-hmm. Did you pick up on that pretty quickly? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this album screams you all day. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I don't know which one specifically. Um, I mean, even one of the first ones, Thank God It's Friday. Yeah. You know, it, it, it does such an excellent job of both, like, making making a soundtrack or making sounds that sound like the movie. Yeah. It's, it blows my mind because it's in a sense, I feel like I'm watching the movie by listening through. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's magic. It's very magic. Exactly. And like, that is the brilliance of this album is the more I listen to it, the more it is just like this unbelievable structure of music Mm -hmm. and reference. And I don't understand. I mean, I can't even imagine the time and effort that went into crafting this album. Mm-hmm. Um, for anyone who's unfamiliar with them, they're essentially, I mean, they're, uh, they're a scene band to whom that means anything. Mm-hmm. They, you know, break down singing choruses, uh, sometimes like moments of like pop punk, like progressive riffs, but er, in their earlier stuff, cause this album came out 2018. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's actually a little older than I thought. I thought it was 2019. Actually, I think they did. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm hanging, I'm hanging man. Um, let's see. Pop punk was a stretch. I don't know. Well, a little bit though. Yeah, I would say there's definitely like poppier songs. They put out uh, the Silver Scream final cut, uh, which was that had two bonus songs and then a bunch of like 
uh, acoustic songs. Okay. Right. Oh, so that weird. came out in 2019. But mm-hmm. what's so crazy about this is as you're listening through it, you get the references to all the movies, like you were saying, but the more that I listen to it, the more I'm like dissecting it. And there were some things that I don't know if you noticed it, mm-hmm. but uh, for instance, like, I don't even know which one to start with because I'm like so, <laughs> I'm so amped on it. I feel like every song uh, uh, spoke volumes about the whole album. Like they all did a great job where usually when I listen through a whole album, there's mm-hmm. a couple that I'm like, meh about. Yeah. And maybe there's like one or two in there, but every one was like a distinct sound yeah. that fit with the movie they were singing. So about. did you enjoy it? I did re- really? really enjoy it. Yeah. That's cool because it's, they're very, they get really heavy on this album. Yeah. And they also, the, I think they, they definitely have multiple vocalists. I'm not at a point where I could like identify who's who, but I believe their lead vocalist mm-hmm. it has an unbelievable voice. So there are a lot of moments on this record that are so theatrical, yeah. which is what's really fun. It's another thing where like, it's not like cheesy or anything, but it's like aware, like they know what they're doing, yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are little things in the songs themselves, like on Rocking the Boat, mm-hmm. the breakdown where they use the Jaws theme song. Mm-hmm. So like everything is just like escalating and getting crazier and crazier. And then everything just goes bland. And then it stops. And in the background, you just hear like boom, 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 boom. And they go bland. And it's just these loud, aggressive guitars. And it's like bland. And they turn the Jaws theme song into like the dopest breakdown ever. It's so good. It's so sick. Um, the movie quotes that they use are, and where they use them as like, uh, essentially like breakdown, like what I would call like pit calls, like the thing that they yell at the show right before everything comes in. I'm yeah. like, this is just so brilliantly crafted. This would be really fun to watch live. Yes. And you can watch almost all of it live. Oh, like cool. you can find a bunch of their sets. And I think there's one full set of them doing this. Cause I bet they make it like a spectacle. Like they do. They mm-hmm. all dress up in different characters and things like that. Um, there are a lot of really cool um, features on this album. So this was another like, really crazy piece of um i guess like i don't know just the lengths they went on all of these songs mm-hmm. enjoy your sleigh is a track about the shining okay it took me a little bit to figure out where that connected to yeah but i did i did get it did you notice the feature on that track i didn't okay so a man named sam kubrick mm-hmm. who is uh in a band called shields who happens to be the grandson of Stanley Kubrick, who oh directed The Shining. The Shining. Wow. What? That's insane. How crazy is that? They must have, like... What What are the chances that he would... I, I, I don't know, know, man. That's awesome. So, like, them digging into stuff like that, and then a lot of the other... Um, a lot of the other features are really cool, too. Um... Uh, let's see, let's see. What Jeremy was... Schwartz, uh, Randy Strohmeyer. What were we going to say? I was going to say, what was your favorite song out of all of them? Okay, so Stabbing in the Dark, I think, is my favorite, mm-hmm. which is the Halloween one. Yeah. Um, because there's a moment in the middle of the song where he yells, you can't kill the boogeyman, mm-hmm. and then the craziest, grossest breakdown ever happens. Uh, Rocking the Boat's great. Enjoy your sleigh. And then the one that I've been listening to a lot the past couple days is It Is the End. That's a good one. Dude, the horns. So um, the horn section, from, there's actually a ton of features on that, but a couple of the horns players from a band called Less Than Jake, if you're familiar, are on that. Mm-hmm. 
and the horns being on that track because of all the like clown and circusy sounds yeah. just adds a layer that's like it's seriously every song yeah i just like i i, I was so excited to get to the next song because i'm like okay what are they, what gonna, are they gonna do yeah, yeah exactly it's a fun one just to sit through yeah and so um if you enjoy that you mm-hmm. should also know that this year they've been putting out singles that seem to be preference prefacing a uh, a sequel to that oh. album so recently uh they released assault and batteries mm-hmm. which is uh a child's play song oh. and hip to be scared which is an american psycho song oh man and they are both Top notch. Really? So, so good. That's and the cool. references are like funny. Like mm-hmm. that's that's the thing is they're so they're so well done that the the comedy of these crazy slashers, like how how weird and like quippy Chucky is. Yeah. They do that lyrically in the song and the um the chorus like mimics the Toys R Us song. It's like you're never gonna grow up. You'll never make it past six. Oh like that's God, the that's, chorus. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like just these little things that stick out and you're like, wait, are they doing, they're really doing that. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just really, really great. If yeah. you're a horror fan at all, I would recommend it even if you're not into like metalcore, mm-hmm. uh, cause it's just a fun listen and catching all the references. If you are into that, uh, the breakdowns are crazy. Mm-hmm. They, it sounds like to me, it's like a horror obsessed heavier panic at the disco because yeah. it's so I was gonna theatrical. say they sounded very much like and I couldn't think of who it was, but you just said it panic yeah. at the disco. Yeah. Um and I mean if this does anything for anybody, uh I liked it and I'm yeah. usually pretty pretty hard to please when it comes to sure. music. Uh, but yeah, throughout the whole album I was like, man, yeah, I like this. I've always been a sucker for concept albums mm-hmm. and this one's just too on point for my interests. Yeah. So um, really, really fun record. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Great suggestion. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. That was a fun one. I guess I'm done. I, it's sad to say. Yeah. But I think we're at the end. Quick, uh, quick, like, dream thing that I have now. Uh-huh. I want to write a track about Pumpkinhead mm-hmm. and just get the whole band involved. Dude, they would probably love that. Yeah, but I'm just not anybody. They wouldn't do it. I mean, just send it to them. That was a big, that was a big record for them, and now they're yeah. big and important. Do and another one. I'm just a nobody. Do from another New Hampshire. one. They're, dude, they're doing a sequel. They need yeah. songs. Just some goofy rapper <laughs> in New Hampshire. All right, uh, Raspberry Tim's gonna take us out. Remember, you can find us all over the place. Uh, all over the place. Instagram, the Keep Up Podcast, all the other places at the Keep Up, and uh, keep your eyes open for what's on the horizon from the, the Keep up. up Podcast. Oh my God, dude, the Sleep Up! Let's go immediately into planning the Sleep Up. I'm ready. Uh, Tim's gonna take us out with something called End Babble, <sighs> where he does what it sounds like he's gonna do. And uh-huh. this week's theme is exercise blanket. Later, okay. nerds. One and a two and a three and a one and a two and the weight of the blanket it falls upon thee. A weighted blanket. Young Jeremiah lifted to the sun. 30 pounds, 40 pounds, 50 pounds, and this boy only weighed 12. And he pushed and he pushed and he pulled and he pulled and he weighed. He weighed that blanket. 
so high up into the sky. And after years of exercise, the boy, young Jeremiah, being only 12 pounds, became 1,200 and became Senor Tunbottom. And so I'll leave you with this. Exercise is pretty good for you. Eat some vitamins, break some vegetables, and smoothie those peanuts. And someday you too Thanks for listening in to this podcast. This show is part of the Trainwreck Entertainment Podcast Network. For more content, go check out trainwreck.com. You know, you might just find something else on there that you like. That you like. That you like. Oh. Nice importante. Nice import of your tents. Import of your tents. Yeah. That's the English of importante. Muchos en glass. English, no hablo Espanolies. <laughs> Las pepes fritos. Pepes? Yep. <laughs> Las pepes fritos. <laughs> Potato peepees. <laughs> test one more time just to make sure. One more test for one you. One more time. We're gonna celebrate. celebrate. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Something dancing. <laughs> one more time. Boingy, boingy, doing.